September 15, 2021. It's a Watt for Pedro Show.
Show happy Wednesday. Started off with John Coltrane doing Sigi's song flute. We did Naima a couple of days ago. I thought that'd be appropriate. Then we had Bo White with Lacey Disbelieving. And because uh, of the those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I got with me Bo White. Welcome aboard, Bo. You hey, Mike. Where you yeah, talk- I'm happy to be here. Where are you talking to me from, Bo? Uh, today I'm in Wilmington Beach, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Right at right at the base of the uh, Johnny Mercer's Pier. Right now, the famous <laughs> Wilmington, of course, is Delaware, but there's one here because a guy from there, Phineas Benning, helped start our harbor, Los Angeles Harbor. So it's the north part of the harbor, right next to Pedro here. So, uh, uh, yeah. who who do we got to give credit for the connect? Uh, that would be uh, Dylan Dickerson Brother from Dear Blanca. Dylan Dickerson from Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, good yeah I've known Dylan for a long time. I recorded uh, the first two Dear Blanca albums in my living room. 
Okay, and I got to share the stage with Dear Blanca. That's how I met Brother Dylan. Yes, sir. I've I've shared the stage with you once before with uh, Il Sonio. Um, that was at Tremont Music Hall in Charlotte. Sure, North Carolina. sure. That that was a trippy pad. I like that pad. I've I played there yeah. many times. I think that was the last time I got to play there. It was shut down not too long after that. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Charlotte. And there were, what was Pterodactyl Club? There was something downtown. Mm, yeah, the Pterodactyl Club was a little bit before I I moved to okay. town, but I'm definitely friends well, with that, a lot of people who frequent. But Bo, let's let's check out your journey in music. Can you bring me your earliest musical recollection, please? Um. Well, I. Uh, the one I remember the most is uh, I would just sing the jingles when my mom would wheel me around the grocery store in the cart, and the she cart. made such a big deal about it. Uh, she made such a big deal about it that I continued to do it as a as a little kid. So she, I guess, she knew that I had a uh, musical memory for and that I had received a lot of branding information yeah i was but, gonna you know, say was, you probably learned a lot of consumer information with the fucking jingles <laughs> totally totally uh, now the pad you grew up in bo was there instruments uh no um no i didn't get instruments until i got a uh acoustic guitar for my sixth grade christmas and my dad knew three chords g c and d and he taught those to me and then i, I learned the rest myself and um, yeah, I got to college age and decided to major in music and philosophy. I did a double major. So your pop was a musician, but he didn't have a guitar in the home. Yeah, yeah. He started to learn and uh, stopped shortly after college. And he actually, he picked up about 15 years ago. He started playing again, and he's he's got some chops now. You know what? I try to can, tell people it's never too late, right? You can play, you can put it it's down, really you can not. pick it back and up again. Vincent painted the thing his is, last he, 10 years, you know. Go ahead, Bo. Absolutely. And he's got more of a passion for it now having seen me play shows and everything like he's he loves it he loves just sitting around picking any kind of song Bo, can i ask you about can i ask you about school were you in the in the marching band or the choir or shit like that no no i uh i just played guitar i couldn't read music when i went to college but my guitar professor was cool enough that he let me major (laughs) in guitar he's like yeah you're you're pretty good I got to tell you, Bo, there was an excellent fucking session, man, by the name of Glenn Campbell, who could not read music, but he's on tons of hit records. Totally. Okay. Yeah, I love Glenn Campbell. Nothing against read music, but, it, it, you know, in that, at the end of the day, it's about playing and listening to music, right? You were, well, let, let me ask you, you what was the... Uh, I just asked you about school, Bo, because some schools got rid of their music program, so I was wondering if they had that. You, you, but you waited for college. I, I did. I, I had a, a. I did have a band. The marching band teacher let my high school rock band practice during our study hall. Our senior year, we lined up all of our study halls to be at the same time, and he would let us practice during school time in, like, next to the marching drums and stuff in this storage room. Oh, that was really him. Awesome. What was his name? <laughs> I don't recall. Because I wanted also to the give him credit because we need uh, more cats like that, right? Yeah, yeah. He he was the first ba- guy that pointed out uh, like Sunvolt and Wilco to me. I oh, guess those he, are the guys was, from uh, 
they wrote a song for D Boone called D Boone Uncle Tupelo. Yes, kind of yeah. St. Louis version of uh, Meat Puppets. L let me ask you, what was the first record, Bo, you bought with your own money? First record with my own money. Um, well, I bought <laughs> I bought a cassette. Yeah, yeah, same thing, same thing. I bought an Aerosmith cassette. Okay. And, uh, well, I ask, because when, when you're a kid, you ain't got a lot of money, so that's why I asked that question, you know. Yeah, I bought it, and I was, uh, you know, man, growing up in the South, my parents were not religious terribly, but uh, just being around it, Get a Grip had a picture of a cow's udder on it and i remember carrying it up to my mom and like handing it to her it was pierced you know it's a pierced sure, sure. and i was i was so embarrassed that she might say something she just looked at it and kind of chuckled and yeah that, that, here i'll that tell was... you i got a little tiny funny aerosmith story uh, somebody i met he told me his favorite band was aerosmith guess who I, I I couldn't, and yeah, I they know. have a that's, real that's a long terrible <laughs> question. I'm sorry, Bo. It was Glenn Branca. Holy smokes! <laughs> <laughs> he told me he went to Boston. To, he told me he went to Boston to get in a theater, and then he saw this rock band he just loved. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about them this past weekend. It's hilarious how they essentially elevated a limerick sort of vocal style like all these randy all this randy poetry right right so, I, I always thought little... uh that that tons of poses band owed them a lot because a lot of strong aerosmith riffs if you listen to their music uh yeah. let me ask you first gig you saw bo first gig you see uh well, uh, there's a couple. I used to see a lot of bluegrass gigs um, growing up in Chester, South Carolina. They would always have a bluegrass band play a, a festival on the hill. The entire town is built on a hill, which is unusual for s southern towns in that area. And, um, yeah, I, d I wouldn't recall the name of the first That's okay. Bluegrass That's okay. Remember, it's the Watford Pedro but, show. There's no hard questions. There's no wrong answers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that that was when I saw these guys really getting down. Like, I I wasn't able to buy a lot of crazy records back yeah. then because the only place we had to buy CDs was Walmart, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah. So unless my parents drove to Rock Hill, I could buy CDs at the skate shop or um, – Records, record seller, which I later wound up working at oh, um, in college. Well, now, now look, you told me about you know your teacher letting you guys practice. So you said you, you had a rock band. Now that that first yeah. guitar you got was an acoustic guitar, correct? Yes, sir. Now that's not what you played with your guys after school: the bedroom band, the garage band, the basement band. No, I, I upgraded after a few years. I feel like the acoustic I had to kind of prove that I. Could was interested in it and uh, then my parents bought me a little area pro 2 electric and uh, a little 12 inch speaker squire amp and that that was what i used for those sessions like we did we did you know high school band we didn't yeah it's more like do jamming, a, right like trying to copy songs yeah. and stuff you didn't really do gigs yeah right? 
Yeah. And we just play in friends' houses. And we, yeah, there was yeah. one coffee shop in Rock Hill we played. And we played Homecoming was what? our biggest gig. Well, can I ask you, <laughs> did the band have a name? Yeah. Uh, what was that name? Our, our very we we started the band and it was gonna in the sixth grade uh, back then and it was gonna be Blue Flowers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> in sixth grade, our drummer played on boxes. Okay. And then, <laughs> then he got a he dragged got a, his own drum kit. He yeah. played in his family's church. Um, and then uh, let's see. Later, it was uh, we changed the name to Premium Blend. Well, eventually what was the big premium blend gig like uh we well by then it kind of segued into uh college and so we were getting real gigs and we really wanted to play so we would play you know downtown rock hill at a bar for like three four hours Damn. you know as long as they wanted music we would extend songs out and just play whatever what, what kind of what kind of material Bo? originals or copy a lot a lot of originals because i really now were they I yours really, were you the songwriter man yeah yeah okay that's beautiful look you gave me this ulama komarta i want to play that yes sir i don't feel the least bit defeated
for Pedro <laughs> That was Olama Kamarta, Bo White. And then some light comes through the window. This is an excerpt from Forbes Graham and Victoria Shan. P. Kane, Pat Kane's got a brand new album, DC area, beautiful. Half a model home. And this tune's called Feet First, which is the way you should always head out, right? I just said head out. Feet, foot out, feet out. Yeah. Make step like, out. Yeah, make like a baby step and head out, out right? <laughs> make like a tree and leaf. Okay, what? Uh, both, part five or six from Bill Nace, Bombas Brennan, Head Flexing, uh, Graf, Mowlet, Vermes de uh, Dolimbo, do Portuguese people, from their new album, One BU. Head Boggle, they get brand new album from him. Do you like mush? That's a question. You know. Up Around the Sun, Tim Kerr. Going to do a 7-inch with Tim Kerr. Me and my second missing men are going to uh, interpret a big boy song. And he's going to do a minute man for the other side. Uh, um, up Around the Sun, going back to Hamburg. And then finally, Bo White with D-Plane. Oh, yeah, what kind of M&Ms did Tattoo like on that? Uh, with What was it, Mr. Rourke? Fantasy Island. What kind of uh, M&Ms did Tattoo like, Bo? Mm, I never watched Fantasy Island. I just remember my parents, uh, whenever clips would come up on, like, Entertainment Tonight or something, my parents would make a big to-do about the plane. Like right there, the plane. you got it. You answered it. He liked the plane, the plane. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, what kind of M&Ms. Yeah, I don't about want the, the plane on the island. Like, yeah, but those are the M&M's Tattoo liked. He didn't like the ones with peanuts. He liked incredible. the plane. The plane. <laughs> Actually, very tragic story, right? The man ended up shooting himself. So, okay, in college, you do a double major. You do music and philosophy. I did, yeah. There, um, I just took so many philosophy classes that by my senior year, I only needed to take one more. Yeah. Uh, to get double major. And unfortunately, I actually wound up sitting with the philosophy majors at my graduation, kind of away from all my music major friends. Now, why'd that happen? That was, I don't know, but there wasn't a way to change it. I found out day of, and okay. that was fine. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not bitter about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Use the philosophy to help write some lyrics, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Now, uh, well, let me ask you about higher education musical training. How do you uh, describe the experience for yourself? Uh, it got, it told me about kind of what was happening more in any, in different musical situations. But beyond that, um, I, I didn't, I learned a, a little bit more yeah, I mean, you know, you learn about composers and various things that you wouldn't have heard about otherwise unless you were reading extensively. But getting a program from a teacher, I mean, it, that part was nice, but I probably could have done without it. Um, maybe, but have, it, it yeah, was maybe if you have some real hip friends, they can hip you to shit, right? You have to get, you have to get, the, yeah. You have to really discover it on your own. Okay. Uh, especially no about, matter what. Uh, especially I wasn't about doing the, enough listening back then. I don't think. 
Especially as far as your value system too, right? Being told something is different than you building a self appreciation. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So you said you were doing bands during this period too. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Did you get into yep. the tour tour rock? No, not I did that after college. Okay. Um started a noise punk group called Calabial, which is one of the tracks I sent you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and uh what, we what, went out west coast and up and down so the Cal, east coast. I was going to ask you, SoCal? And yeah, yeah, we played San Diego. But, but we what came about, through and we played What about 100 Sacramento. miles north here? Well, that's that's 200 miles north of here. What about in between San Diego yep. and Sacktown? What about SoCal? <laughs> no, nothing. We really? drove. Like, yeah, we hauled ass. It Fuck. was so much driving. We got, but, you know. There's so we many gigs here, it. Bo. I can play a couple times a month. I mean, you know, the situation's a little different. You should have fucking called yeah. me. I would have got you a kick. Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> you probably would have enjoyed that band. I mean, we actually, that band wound up playing a, a Minuteman tribute show when the documentary came out and was touring at the film. We played the Durham, North Carolina date as a two-piece because our guitarist couldn't make it. I I played bass and sang and we played like... I didn't know. You didn't tell me anything about bass. When did you get on the bass? Oh, yeah, man. Bass. I, I got a bass early in college and fell in love with it. I just... Can I ask you what kind? Play. I've got a Washburn, okay. uh, just a natural finish, and it was the cheapest one they had at, at Mars Music at the time, and it had some scratches uh, below the – there wasn't a pit guard, so there's scratches on the actual wood, so I got a discount as well. So I got yeah, it for like – You know what? Uh, them scratches would have got there anyway. <laughs> They, yeah, that's the way I looked at it. And I, so I got it for probably a, right around a hundred, maybe a little less. And I played it for forever. And I finally, I gifted it to an artist friend of mine, Kelly Keith, who was uh, trying to learn to play bass because it was just sitting in a corner. Well, let me ask but, you uh, about your opinion on this. Would you call the bass a four string guitar or a four string drum set? I think it's definitely much more of the rhythm section. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that low frequency kind of sets up all Absolutely. of the the wobble and the swing up top. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm glad to hear you. But see, that's a man who's worked it. He knows. These people say, oh, it's just a four-string guitar. You don't know. Like the closest note is the Here's kick, that. right? The closest note is the kick. Maybe some toms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just that frequency range. It's. Can I ask you yeah, this? It's come on. I, I'm a little curious. Did you ever write any songs on the bass? Plenty. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. uh, a lot of those I sent you. Uh, all the Patois Counselor songs, yeah. I write all of those, and I begin with the bass line. Really? Yeah. Man, That's you were it. the first dudes on because I 90%, 95, 99% of my compositions are on the bass. And in fact, I think that's what the future yeah. is. Yeah, because the bass opens up so much for your collaborators because such a lack of harmonic content. But it still does rhythm. Yeah. It still does, uh, you know, start, stops, chorus, bridge, yeah. intro, outro, all those things it can do. Okay. 
Okay. I agree. I, I love writing on bass. Uh, pretty much, <laughs> I wouldn't say exclusively, but no, no, I understand. I understand, but it's part of your it's part of your vocabulary. Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that's bitching. Look, but we're at the end of the first hour, uh, September 15, twenty twenty one. Dish White Peter, so special guest Bo White. Hold tight for hour two. September 15, 2021, second hour, what from Pedro Show.
Exhausted The madness getting bigger Being lost in Repeating her of the lovey's They are like violent screams Like a hostage A finger's on a trigger or a blockage And your mind is getting bigger Every thought's day They break all hopes and dreams Yeah Demons They hold you down Because this bleeding inside And I, I cannot hide From all my fears I have inside Demons, they hold you tight You're screaming like this
So start off the second hour. Patos, patos, cancelos, cancelos, fucking shit. What? <laughs> Counselors, <laughs> counselor. What was Counselors, that? Counselors, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was it? Cape Fear. That's that North Carolina, right? Counselor. Yeah, we're from we're from Charlotte, North Carolina. And, okay, okay, that that ain't far. I, I remember seeing the sign for uh, Cape Fear. The, yeah, it was a scary ass. The Bobby De Niro, all of them. Bob Mitchum, creepy, <laughs> creepy movie. Yeah, disturbing movie. <laughs> definitely, so definitely on a lot of levels. Okay, so this let be, beauty be, and then we had Bad Blood Exhaust, uh, Germany with Demons, the acoustic version. If Bawana, this is uh, Al Margolis out Chester, New York, brain dead, planning for burial, br brand new out of Pennsylvania. If I knew what to say. Luca Sabella from Sydney. T is for <laughs> Telangia. Man, what's with these hard titles? <laughs> Telangia. Well, look at the playlist, people, because I don't know how to pronounce this fucking. Brother Lucas probably did that on purpose. And then finally, Patois counselors get excitement. So tell me about this project, Patio Counselors. Uh, yeah, I was trying to. 
<clears throat> well, I just uh, I posted it up as a fake band initially, put a, put a couple of songs on Bandcamp and just shared it with some friends. And I had enough friends hit me up that wanted to do it live. And uh, out of the blue, this label from L.A. Uh, called Negative Jazz, it just does it's just a small punk label, one dude. Yeah. And uh, he wanted he wanted to do a seven inch, so it just kind of rolled from there. We we played a festival our first year. Bo uh, Bo, when you, Bo, when you tell me fake band, you mean it's like you on all the, everything? Yeah, I played all <laughs> okay, the instruments. Okay. Like Man Alone, like Prince, inch. like Dave Grohl, like uh, Stevie Wonder. What did you start with the drums? <laughs> Uh, no. Well, I yes, I did. And at that time, I was living. That's the way those guys did. They started with the drums. I was just curious. That's probably the best way. And uh, I yeah, I started with just a floor tom as the kick sound and a snare drum next to it. And because uh, I was living in an apartment, so I had to do it in the middle of the day. Right, <laughs> quiet. Yeah. Or shut up. I'm and, uh, kind of more belligerent than that, but. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the impetus is project you just got hair and wanted to do it just to do it right yeah absolutely i i didn't see any bands like that in town yeah and uh and i was like i wonder what what i would do if i had a band like this and so i just started plugging stuff in and uh it's kind of worked that way ever since I demo the songs out and have most of the parts. But the beauty of it is, yeah. is now I have a bunch of friends involved and it's up to a seven piece, two synthesizers, two guitars, bass player and drummer. And Damn. I'm only on vocal live. And it's a lot of fun. And every, all of them are amazing players. So they put their own, they put their own spin on it every well, single time. They need, what they needed was some cat to get a prod going to bring everybody together. And you got that ball rolling, Bo. That's kind of that's that's just what I tell people. You know, like around town, I feel like I've definitely inspired a couple of people in Charlotte to start bands like that. That's you beautiful. know, just by doing it. <laughs> you know, there's a town nearby, Gastonia. Yeah. James Worthy's from there. He was a forward for the Lakers. He was my hero in the late late 80s. I want to play this too. You gave me uh, some more Patois counselors. The Galvanizers. No, the Galvanizer. The Galvanizers stepping out. Got his own mirror in the fun house.
and when the sunny morning shines.
Chunk of music started off with Patois Counselors, the galvanizer. Singular, not plural, people. It starts off singular, right? Like Bo did with the tune. And then he gets the whole fucking town involved and it's a party. <laughs> Pi, poly me se semya, which means my, my semen is burning in the <laughs> Croatian Serbian. Uh, yeah, this is Trobakova uh, Kushne Peshi. Yeah. From uh, Club Koka. Kurats is how you say it. Yeah. We got a lot of slaps here, so I know a little bit. Uh, Pet Bottle Ninja, after that, she divided, blinded from Samuel Lockward out of uh, Iowa City. Total, Italian part of Switzerland. Vapor out of my mind. Something lost in translation. Nothing much. Northern Jaw. Brand, brand new out of here at SoCal, the order of things, and finally Patois counselors, repeat offender. Now, the Gastonia people, James, uh, big game James, right? The Lakes win a, a ring, and he's the next day in a parking lot in Carson nearby Pedro. Like signing little basketballs, I show up with my base, and James trips on this. He goes, you know, I play base. And I said, yeah, what kind you got, James? And he said, Fender Percussion. <laughs> I said, okay. Yeah. So I said, okay. And then, you know, I thought my mind, you know, yeah, maybe bullshit. I don't know. But then I'm on tour. And I'm playing at Frank's place in uh, Chapel Hill, uh, Cat Cradle. And there's a cat working there for Frank who was w- roommates with James when he was a uh, Tar Heel. And he said, no. his, and he get this, Bo. He said his procedure in the morning, you know, wake up, take a bong hit, and then practice the bass. So Jane, and then go to do uh, with Dean Smith the practice on the court. And yeah, I've yet to hear a basketball player say, "I'm going to go rehearse some hoops." Right? They fucking practice. There's nothing wrong with the word practice, yeah. people. Fuck rehearses for actors. But anyway. I was bullshit for thinking James was just because he fucked up that word percussion. Or actually, it looks like precision. Yeah. 
Anyway, shows to go. You be a little more humble, what? James did work the fucking bass. I should have handed it to him. So he could yeah, play me some licks, right? But he wrote his name on it. And I ended up giving that bass away to uh, a benefit this cap. Uh, let's make, get money up for to fight cancer. Chris Stein, a great, 48 years old. That shit took him. Fuck cancer. Anyway, uh, for this project, Patio Counselors, uh, you're the composer and stuff. H- how do you come up with the tunes? Do the words come first? Do the bass licks, like you said, some of this stuff did, right? Yeah, I mean, most I, I can pretty much generate a bass lick when, whenever. So uh, a lot of times it's either, uh, it's usually a little clump of words or uh, specifically like a, uh, maybe a topic or, or something that is. Do you carry a little book of lyrics with you? Like for a, a repository, I, I, I keep it. I keep it in my phone now, ah, okay. but uh, I do have I do have a notepad that I carry with a little pencil sometimes, but I forget it a lot of times. So like, you, and you, now of course you, you jot down little lines, right? And that can bring back something like tons, a topic. Yeah. yeah, tons of tons of. I'd be I'd be pretty embarrassed. Actually, I have been embarrassed in the past when people are reading through. Because you just put whatever sure, on there. Sure, you never right. know what's going to inspire you down the line. Right, and, uh, right, right. You never yeah. know, right? Parts is parts. And, 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 and yeah. Do you do the same thing with the voice me- memo, maybe for some uh, some melody line or some rhythm line? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's hard to remember, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm not going to write it down. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. Uh, when, you, when you say topic, are you ever afraid of... It getting dated. You know what I mean by dated. Uh, I try to dodge some of that. Yeah, um, yeah. There's definitely some songs we don't play anymore. More so just because it was so so flatly from a masculine point of view, and uh, we just didn't. I don't know. I'm taking this band kind of elsewhere. I don't know. Right. I I, I kind of want to be somewhat units somewhat universal and kind of outside of my own perspective, but then still spun with my own perspective. Cause that's all I got. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the duality of songs. They're very personal, but then you're sharing them with everybody. So as they're hearing them, they yeah. interpret and they bring their own fucking world into that. Right. Absolutely. And I've, I've gotten into plenty of conversations with folks about that. And uh, it's really lovely to see, how certain songs resonate with different people, just depending on where they are are in life, you know, what, they, what they're dealing with. Absolutely, absolutely. That, I think that's one of the beautiful things about the arts. It's a it's a trippy fabric connecting us humans. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. We're at the second hour, Bo. September 15, 2021, this Wat Pedro show, show special guest, Bo. Uh, Bo White. <laughs> Sorry for space. Boa. Yeah, yeah no one. <laughs> Hold tight for hour three. <laughs> September 15, 2021. It's the third hour of the Lot from Pedro's. Where the heartland is a wasteland and nothing seems honest or credible. The mind is rattling empty because there's nothing that needs understanding. And it's dull night to 
doctor told me not to go outside. He told me I could get sick and die. Perhaps my lungs would collapse. And God gave the germs their dominion. You gotta wonder what he was thinking. Well, that's that. And this was supposed to be a summer banger. But now it's just another bummer singer. Doors are waiting for the orders They usually work me like I borrowed nag But let your panties got me on the back And chuck the TV on Relax Until my mind is gone Relax I had a sales trying to channel Churchill When the TV had this weird commercial Mind is gone. 
That's just how it is. There's no point getting in their tears. All's love and war and fear. And no one's going anywhere. No one's going anywhere. Thank you. 
There's a man going round taking names. He's deciding who's gonna burn and who he's gonna save. When the rapture comes my way. When the flames begin and rise and rise, and the horsemen begin to ride, I got a hellhound on my back. I got a hellhound on my back. I got a hellhound on my back. Yeah, I got a hellhound on my back. 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 Yeah, that hellhound's on my back. And your chains shall never run. For you live a life of sin. Don't you hide your face away behind a bottle of gin? Oh, Judgment Day! 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 Oh, Judgment Day is coming in. And God's foes will have no mercy, and you know your time is near. And God's blade, your only witness, your face will twitch in fear. Oh, Judgment Day! 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 Oh, Judgment Day, oh, Judgment Day is coming in. I speak only the truth, I speak only the gospel. I speak only the truth, I speak only the gospel. I speak only the truth, I speak only the gospel. I speak only the truth, I speak only the judgment on Judgment Day. Oh, Judgment Day, oh, Judgment Day, oh, Judgment Day. Oh, Judgment Day is coming in.
show. Start off the third hour. This is Bo White Isu Orchestra. Oh. Bo White and his orchestra. Peeking on a summer lawn. <laughs> Pedro, that maybe it does mean the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the rush and the roar, Bo. Uh, Babes, New York City. Probably worst band name ever. Uh, everywhere. Tropical Fuckstorm with Bumma Sanger. Sons, brand new. Time Bender. That's with two U's, Sons. Soons. Uh, Sun Watchers. This has got a North Carolina guy, uh, Dr. Eugene Chadbourne. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm, uh, I'm, I know Jeff in that band, Jeff okay. Tobias. Okay, okay, that's right. He, he had me collab with some stuff. And Psycho Billy, right in... Uh, Where's he? he he's, he's up. Not High Point. Uh, what, what, what's it start with the W? Got my memory now. It's it's I forty. No, or is it I twenty? Uh, Winston Salem. Winston Salem. I forty. Winston Salem. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. where he's at. That's where he's at. It's furniture, right? A lot of poplar and stuff up there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tim Wholehouse out of England. Hellhound around. On my back, hellhound on my back, and finally, Kalabi Yao. This is what you were telling me about the elitist. That is it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, in likeness. Okay. Uh, well, the, uh, the I was going to talk about the Bowie and his orchestra yeah. track first. Sure. I wouldn't have sent I wouldn't have sent that to anybody else because that's just a practice recording, and then I sang over the top later for the bandmates, but that, yeah. uh, that, that's the band that played with your group, Il Sonio. Il Sonio Del now. Yeah. It means, we played, uh, it and, means uh, uh, the sailor's dream. Yeah. yeah. You gave us, you gave me some props for my bass playing and singing that night. Oh and, shit. Uh, now I remember. That, that meant a lot. Oh, <laughs> that God, meant a lot. Yeah. And, Fremont Music Hall, yeah. yeah, okay. I, You know what I got to do is go look at the, you know, because I do tour diaries. Well, last 20 years. I should have done them from Minutemen days. It's fucking slow learner what. But I'm going to read about that and, and, and check it out now that you've uh Yeah, let me know. <laughs> okay. And then the Calabial was a, uh, yeah. that's a, the noise punk band that toured out west, did some west coast. And, and blew uh, by SoCal, I can't believe. Yeah, we we just didn't have the time. We had a one of us had a real heavy job at the library <laughs> at some, and he he was using PTO trying to hold on to his position, and okay. uh, yeah, but we made it out there, and uh, that was a Calabial is uh, kind of the band that started my modern uh, punk sort of stuff. That's great. Uh, before that, I mean, just general. At the end of the day, if you've come to realize music's music. Yeah, you're right. So genre names are kind of, I mean, that's what's so funny about the punk word. It's a guy who gets fucked in jail for cigarettes. What kind of music is that? <laughs> no, I, I almost don't even see it as genres. I mean, I, I, I know there's genres because we like, humans like to classify things. But I'll see it more as a medium. Almost like okay, a, like I'm sculpting instead of painting, you know. It's like 
a, a punk is a very good medium. <laughs> okay, okay. I very, like that idea. So it's more like a state of mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah then some kind of like, okay, 145 beats per minute. If you go to 148, you change genres. <laughs> well, not, not, yeah, not sort of, not quite. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. for sure being like. And for sure the haircut the un- don't really matter, does it? Well, no, no, <laughs> or lack I don't, of thereof. Uh, yeah, I was about to say I don't have a hair to cut anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, look, Bo, you gave me a couple. The last two pieces you gave me here is a project called TKO Faith Healer. That's correct. Yeah that that one started out as another. Um, I I. Uh, spoke to some fellows that were I was friends with already and I had seen one of them was a roommate of mine and uh, I just admired his voice he had never been in a band before and a couple other friends that had been in a number of bands and I picked these guys out just because of what they are so idiosyncratic players there's such idiosyncratic players yeah personas um, they got personas yeah, so I did. I did write the songs for this, but I turned it over to them even more, and it kind of it turned into this group. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. You know, Raymond Pettibone once told me, "You, see, you know, a band should be where friends get together." <laughs> yeah, I, that's we, simple. Here, let's listen.
Watch for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. TKO Faith Healer with Tiny Girls. Interesting pride for Bo White. Actually, and of course, again, that's, that's a pop cover. Right, I know, I know, I know. And and uh, actually really interesting, too, the way. And, and also, not your band, really, right? Again, you get the ball rolling, but then these guys get on board and you're all aiding and abetting. Man, they really laid into it. Yeah. They they did exactly what I knew they would. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, bass players can be good at that kind of shit. We can set people up, man. Uh, Jim Baker yeah. after that, not the uh, one you probably know, but this musician man doing his version of uh, When the Saints Come Marching, a great cop out of Milwaukee from uh, Brett Goodsite, uh, building a better... Whatever, tomorrow, today. Uh, no Joy, after that, with Four. She was on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, Ray Shin, Wooden Escalator. Los Skeletons out of South London with Snake Oil. Yeah, I love England people wearing cowboy hats. And finally, TKO Faith Healer. Character actor. That, that's what they're like. They're like character actors. Sometimes yeah. I wonder if I was going to be in Hollywood, I'd rather be a character act, actor than what, what they call a marquee. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. right? you got some fucking character. I, You're not just a fucking, yeah, whatever, something <laughs> to hang clothes on. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, so Bo, what's going on right now with you musically? Well, uh, Patois Counselors just played Hopscotch Music Fest in Raleigh, and that was our second show back since the COVID shutdowns and everything. Okay, how'd it um, go? It was fantastic. It was a scaled back this year to two stages, yeah. two outdoor stages. So everything was above board, and, you know, you, I guess you had to have a vaccine card to get into the premises and everything. It was, uh, yeah. The band, shit serious. You know, Brother Matt, I've done the show with, right, for the 20 years. He just survived five days of hell. He lost three buddies. I wish people would take this shit serious. But anyway, Brother Matt's healing up and coming back. How how was the playing for not playing together for a long time? Because this was trippy me playing <laughs> again with my second man and missing man. It, it's a fact with Tom and Raul, I hadn't played with them for 27 months. So it, it, you can't even blame the situation on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, I'd ask you how that went. I, I'll tell you, like ours, it felt better than ever. Like the very first practice was shaky, but then yeah. after that, I, it, it confirmed every choice I had made to do bands up oh, to that point. Beautiful. I, I where, loved it so much. But where can yeah. people find you on the internet? Uh, really, our band camp... <sighs> Uh, it's about the only place. Wait, what's you? Uh, is it is it P A T? Yeah, P A T O I S C O U N S E L O R S dot bandcamp dot com. That is correct. Okay, because uh, I love what you're doing, man. And so, what's the plan? Make an album? Yeah, we uh, we we uh, just onboarded a new drummer, uh, Jane Askew. And she's uh, got a lot of abilities that we didn't have with the previous drummer. And uh, I think we're just going to try to knock out some songs real quick and track them as quickly as possible. Put them, and where, where, yeah, where? We, Is there a pad in Charlotte you record at? 
I've, I've recorded myself and a lot of other regional bands in my music room now. I, oh, I purchased you got, a your own, you got your own thing. Okay, great. Yeah, it's not, it's not a studio super officially to where I'd feel comfortable with charging anybody. So right. I, I pretty much just record bands for free if they ask me. <laughs> so it's kind I figure of like, if they ask, kind of like a practice they know. pad. Yeah, essentially, and it's it's great. It's an old enclosed garage just off of my house. So it's got a little bit of soundproofing from the rest of the house. And, ah, uh, but it's in stumbling distance. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's, I, I couldn't be comfortable with that Look, setup. Is Bo, when you get this album done, and plus your other projects too, you know, like the fucking TKO Faith Healers, and and uh, I don't know, collab you. Yao, you still do that? Kalabi Yao, as yeah. we've talked about getting back together, we're all still really close. Yeah. Davey is helping me with my garden and everything. He's a okay. professional horticulturalist. Now, so we see each other. And Robin is in Patois Counselors. Okay. So wow. that might might start up again. Um, my Exotica band, I play upright bass in a yeah. 1950s style Exotica band called Don Telling's Island Mysteries. And uh, Don Don Telling is our fake band leader who gives us <laughs> uh, fake instruction. <laughs> yeah. Look, we, we put out when you get yeah, this we stuff put together. Out yeah, when you get this stuff together, yeah. we come we come back on the show. And we can play it and talk about it. Absolutely, I'd love to. Yeah. Okay. The invites out to you both, please. People, it's Thank been you. Uh, yeah, absolute. Keep on keeping on, brother. Parallel universe. People, September 15, 2021, 2021 edition of Wapito Show. Keep your powder dry.